welcome back to Note to Self. I'm Ashley. I'm here with Natalie and Abby, and today we have Liz, who's a principal in our district, joining us. Hey, all. Thanks for having me um, on your podcast today. Today we're exploring conflict and topics that um, involve conflict and how that impacts our self-care and well-being as educators. I think the question I'm most interested in, um, well, actually a comment that I hear Liz make often um, about working with adults is, well, first of all, did you did you say where what you do? I didn't. So okay, go let ahead. me go ahead and introduce myself a little <laughs> further. I'm Liz Holtz, and I am the principal at Oakdale Elementary School. And prior to that, I was the assistant here. And prior to that, I was a PE teacher um, at a couple different junior highs. Yeah. So tell. I want you to articulate it in your own words. But you often say um, something like working with adults um you don't say this but it's similar to working with kids you say you know adults are just big people kids in big people bodies mm-hmm. tell us what you say so i totally butchered it it's fine My something bad. along the lines of that adults are just kids who grew up yes that's mm-hmm. it see so much so better wise. and so the reason i make that comment is because when we talk um about adults and social emotional learning and adults supporting children and what the expectations are for adults Um, because social emotional learning has become such a a bigger hot topic um, lately that is important and needs to be a hot topic uh, we are asking a lot of adults with regard to how they're managing classrooms and strategies and expectations and we know that some of our adults uh, some of our adults are not as open at times and we're on different levels of where we are with how how comfortable we are with what we're doing Um, And so my argument is that a lot of the majority of the adults that I work with, especially in my space at school, are all doing social emotional learning things. They're just doing it in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I think at times some of those buzzwords make it feel like this feel good phrase that um, doesn't come with consequences and we're just letting kids do what they want. And that's not what it is ever. That's not what it's ever been meant to be. But the reason that I then remind people that adults are just big kids who grew up is because we have to remind ourselves also that these adults have experienced different trauma pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, They've lived through different things as well. And I have had lots of conversations with adults who say like, yes, I did experience trauma, but you know, that grit and that resilience, like if somebody would have just let me do whatever I wanted, like SEL lets people do whatever they Mm -hmm. want. I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I'm reminding other adults of that as we work with adults because they're just kids who grew up. And a lot of times we need to teach skills to adults as well with regard to self-awareness and self-reflection, self-management, so that we can then allow them to be in a space where they are able to regulate themselves to help regulate little Mm -hmm. friends here. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, The idea that SEL is just like, fluffy feel good and there's no expectations especially right now in the middle of a pandemic because the work that's being done in schools is so hard yeah and it requires so much grit and so much resilience and i think a lot of times you know people don't even realize that they're doing it mm-hmm. like when you say you disagree with sel as a concept but then everything that you do reflects social emotional learning what I see there is a need to get common definitions. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's something that we've talked with Abby a lot about as we worked on the elementary side of rolling out SEL. And now as we talk about adults is that common language. And Mm -hmm. sometimes some of those buzzwords, like Liz said, kind of set people off where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want any part of that fluffy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that common language is what's going to get us all on board with what's already happening and how we need to move forward from that too. Yeah. And I do feel like we're in kind of a unique situation that all of us have been through a pandemic together. Kids mm-hmm. have been through a pandemic, adults have been through a pandemic, and all of us experience that differently. But we've all been through hard things lately. And so now we're all coming back together finally and having to really unpack how that has impacted us differently but Mm -hmm. also it gives us an opportunity to come together in that too and build community around different shared experiences that we've had yeah and I think all those things said too I think that the pandemic while it has obviously been super hard and continues to be super hard for various reasons um, it has shed some light on some of the SEL factors for adults and so I'm watching a lot of adults who normally at least outwardly somewhat have it together by definition of whatever you want to call that Mm. but outwardly like appear to be people who are functioning okay they're living healthy lifestyles right and so i'm watching adults break down and become overwhelmed and frustrated and are mentally emotionally breaking down that weren't otherwise they were in a what they would probably call a pretty good space and so we are living these experiences that a lot of times we're trying to talk about with regard to our kids that Mm -hmm. are they're living these experiences that we don't necessarily understand because we might not be in the thick of something ourselves now we're all in the thick of something and we're feeling the feelings and and having the physical you know stress reactions those types of things now is a time to capitalize on being able to talk through how to support our students in their social emotional health because we need that too adults need that support too right now always but right now especially yeah, so how, how do you see that impacting school culture, especially in regard to conflict, and what do you do as a leader to support adults' social-emotional learning when there are conflicts in your building? So conflict is a topic that um, I try to talk about frequently with adults because we do a really good job. I say we just in general, um, and we're all on different levels of how we handle different things, but we do a really good job of telling children they need to xyz when they have a conflict so we need to resolve it we need to problem solve we need to say sorry we need to accept the apology and then more times than not when i am working with an adult who has had conflict and they want to come into my office and be heard which i'm always open to and totally happy to have them come in and i say what can i do what do we need to do can we have a conversation with the other person lots of times more than not no thank you they do not want to have that follow-up conversation it's uncomfortable, it's hard, or like they don't, you know, it's just, it is what it is, I'm over it, but you're not really over it because you're in here talking to me about it, Mm -hmm. but it's hard conversation, and it's uncomfortable conversation, and as adults, if I'm confronting you with something that's bothered me, we know that a lot of times the other adult is becoming defensive, and that shuts down conversation, so we end up doing all those things that we ask kids not to do. Mm-hmm. But because I don't have someone as an adult to facilitate that conversation for me like I would with children, I struggle with that. And I'm either going to shut down and not talk to that person anymore or I'm going to pretend like everything's fine, but it's building bitterness in me. So many different reactions because of that. And so I try to work with my staff with regard to hard conversation. And I actually just talked to one of my adults today, and she was so proud of herself, and I was so proud of her because she went and had a hard conversation 
and it didn't necessarily end like with this happy ending, but she went and had it and attempted yeah. to repair a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's all really I'm asking is that you practice that because it's so important for so many reasons, especially when you work right next to someone all day long. Yeah, I like what you said too about repairing that relationship. You know, it's not just about, I mean, there's so many factors that are important that everyone's voice is heard, that there's that opportunity to share how, you know, your experience, but then to really look ahead and say, how are we gonna move forward? Mm -hmm. Knowing these are your feelings, this is what happened to me. That relationship is so important in education um, to fix and, and have a plan. Another piece I wanted to ask Liz about is how do you then take care of your own well-being mm. while managing these conflicts? Obviously, question. with your position, you are somebody that people are going to come to with problems, but even everyone at this point in all of life is are getting people with problems that are coming to them and trying not to bear the weight of everybody else. So what do you do as not just an administrator, but as a person and a mom and a wife and all sure. of those things to take care of yourself during that? Sure. So the one thing, the one piece, as far as self-talk goes, I talk to myself a lot throughout the day, um, <laughs> either in my head or I write. I like to write things down um, because I'm a much better writer than I am a speaker. And so uh, for me to be able to express what I'm feeling in my head sometimes is better on paper for me. And sometimes just getting it out and seeing that is helpful for me. Um, but I am constantly reminding myself, and this is just a self-talk piece as well, I'm constantly reminding myself that there are so many different perspectives, mm -hmm. and I only have my perspective unless I am actively thinking about where the other person is coming from. Um, and so I have to always remind myself that there are two sides to every story, not only as someone that is participating in conflict, but as someone that helps to facilitate conflict resolution, there's two sides. And so with that, I also have to make sure that I am mature enough to be able to understand that there's two sides if I'm in conflict and I might not agree with the other side, but being mature enough to be able to disagree and truly be able to move on and work next to another individual. And so that piece, as far as like that self-talk goes, that is something that I practice re all day long, minutely at times. It's not always pretty in my head, but that's something I practice minutely, and I practice with people around me and people that um, are friends and coworkers um, that I can talk through different things with. I also think it's super important to truly, we talk all the time, go home and don't do work. Hmm. We say that all the time. Yeah. But how often do we go home and not do work? And I have made it a habit that I go home and I, I don't do work. Unless there is something that is absolutely pressing, time is involved um, for, for the building or the district, I go home and I do not do work. I do not send emails. I don't have my email on my phone. Um, again, is, if there's something I know that needs to be addressed, I ask someone to call me, not even text me, because I'm not promising that I'm returning your text when I leave this place. So if it is something that is pressing, I need a phone call. Because I do understand as a leader, I have responsibilities, right? But I leave and I do not do work for the most part. And that has been huge because checking out of this space is so important for how I function in this space. Mm -hmm. When I do not check out of this space, I come back exhausted. And that is not good for anyone, kids or adults that I work with. Um, so those are just some of the like everyday pieces that I do. Also, I have a new little babe at home and he hmm. needs attention and that's important. Um, just with regard to being a mom, my husband, he needs attention too. Um, so it's just important that I'm, when those relationships are not good, that affects me as a principal and as a yeah. leader as well. And I need to make sure that I am doing what I'm saying I'm doing and taking that time to move from the space. Yeah. I think too, um, lastly, one thing that I've experienced 
um, from you as a leader is your ability to remain in reality, right? So you're very objective, very logical, you're very empathetic, but your ability to say, here's what's happening, here's the next correct action, and we move forward on it is something that I think, um, as someone who has worked with you and also, you know, someone who works with a lot of leaders, I see that as a very um, effective way to lead people because you don't get caught up in the emotion of other people and you're really, you can be an anchor for people and, and not be swayed by the storm of the, the chaos that's happening. So, Yeah, and I think that, so it's funny you say don't get caught up in the emotion because I'm always <laughs> telling people, like, if you need something, you I don't want you to be scared to come talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so I know that there's a fine line of that because... I don't want people like in tears all day long. Like mm-hmm. that's not a place, a space to be, to, to live in. However, there's a time for that. And sometimes it's not within our control to manage, you know, some of those emotions just happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just because we're an adult, that doesn't mean that we don't have a rough day and, and emotions happen. But it is so important to me that they're able to express what they need to, but then that I can help them regulate so that we can move forward so that either we don't go back to that space or we can get out of that space. Mm-hmm. That takes time. And so a lot of times I think we forget just with society as a whole and how life functions as a whole. Like we want it now and mm. we want it to happen now and we want to be fixed now and be well now. And so much takes time. And yeah. people need someone to be able to recognize that and be able to extend that grace while also having expectation for people. Yes. So it's not that we just live in this hole and like, oh, that's just how they are. That's how you are right now, but that's not who you are. Mm. That's how you're feeling right now, but it's not who you are. And I'm going to help you build that strength and, the, and that um, an endurance to get out of that space to really be who you are. I think I, we should an- end on that. Yeah. That that's good that. stuff. That's, that's good so stuff. great. I mean, that's what we want for our students, and that's yeah. what we want for ourselves. That's what we want for everyone in our organization to be healthy and to, to be seen in that way. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's